0: Yeah I didn't have any personal results but when I went over there my one goal was to be a good teammate and I think some people think um, they have to prove themselves by results but I worked on proving myself even the first one or two hours of a race and then if I didn't finish no big deal because I still contributed and that's kind of what validated my own worth for the team and Yeah, I'm happy with how things went, but I'm also really motivated to keep improving. Hello
1: friends and welcome to Unscripted, a place for the conversations, for storytelling, a place to ask the bigger questions for the curious. Today, I'm talking with Skylar Schneider. And this young woman is marvelous to interview. I'm telling you, you you're in for a treat. Her enthusiasm is contagious. We talked about her defining juncture when youth fades and adulthood begins. Her childhood memories vivid with family road trips to watch her older sister Samantha race. And most recently, her extended two-year contract with the Dutch team, Bowles Domens. I have to say, after speaking with Skylar, I've come to the conclusion that Skylar is the rare prodigy whose next chapter could be more interesting than the first. I hope you enjoy today's conversation and that it might bring back memories of the days when you yourself were only 20 and the world was vast and yours to dream and succeed in.
0: Tomorrow I head to Montreal on vacation with my family, so I've been looking forward to that. Um, it's only a week though, so not too long.
1: And then after Montreal?
0: I'll be home about five days and then I have to go back to Amsterdam for a meeting as I'm in the process of getting a Dutch visa.
1: Okay. <laughs> how, how is that process?
0: It's a challenge. I think visas in general, no matter what country you're um, applying for, is uh, difficult, but, yeah, it's been a bit stressful, and, I mean, there's meetings I have to go all the way to Holland for because I have to be physically present for them as well as a lot of kind of behind-the-scenes work I've been doing from home, and it's expensive as well, so I'm hoping it all works out. As I've signed with Bulls for two more years so this visa is pretty important
1: it's very important in two yeah. more years contract when did you
0: sign that um July so it was while we were at the Giro that I received it and yeah
1: congratulations that's <laughs> super awesome
0: yeah I'm really excited uh just one year with the team I was was already a dream come true really and once I was over in Europe with them, it kind of hit me like, man, I don't want to be with any other team in the world. So yeah, I worked really hard and made some good relationships with my teammates and the staff. And yet once the contract came for two years, then I was sold and just really happy to continue with them.
1: I'm really happy for you as well. Two more years That must feel really good to kind of have that, you know, two-year security and to develop more as a woman and a cyclist with this team.
0: Absolutely. And this year, yeah, I didn't have any personal results, but when I went over there, my one goal was to be a good teammate. And I think some people think um, they have to prove themselves by results, but I worked on proving myself even the first one or two hours of a race, and then if I didn't finish, no big deal because I still contributed, and that's kind of what validated my own worth for the team, and yeah, I'm happy with how things went, but I'm also really motivated to keep improving.
1: For a young woman, I'll have to say what you just said was probably the wisest and most mature (laughs) comment I think I've heard from anyone for a really long time, so that kind of uh, personal development is really outstanding. And I think too, you know, as, a, as a team in cycling, that's what's so exciting about cycling, right? That you've worked yeah. together as a team and you are acknowledging that you know, it's not always about that I made it to the podium, but mm-hmm. your contribution made your team to the podium. So kudos for that kind mm-hmm. of um, acknowledgement. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. So when you um, go back, do you have a, um, who, who? not who are you living with, I don't need to know names, but I mean like, is it the same home, or are you going to a different home, or how is this working?
0: Um, well, I've been fortunate. I've been staying in the south of Holland. Um, there's some housing set up with the U.S. national team, so they've been pretty instrumental in um, and giving me a place to stay that I can call my base, especially when like each race were hotel to hotel. So I could go to the base is what I was calling it and totally unpack and be relaxed and feel almost as if I had a home away from home. And, um, I really appreciated that. And I enjoyed living in Holland. It's a beautiful country mm-hmm. and that's why I'm hoping the visa works for that. But, um, yeah, we'll have to- It'll work.
1: It'll work. I, I have, uh, we'll put out some good vibes and it might just yeah. take, um, some work and some effort. So, yeah. um, what are some of the, like, um, when you first went over there, what were some things you weren't expecting as far as kind of like living in that environment? Mm,
0: yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that are obviously different between the U S and Europe. And, um, In the cycling environment and then just living there in general, there were a lot of learning curves. And um, with the team, I was super impressed with, I didn't feel like I really had to um, be anybody other than myself, like all my teammates really accepted me and that I appreciated. And then as far as just living there, um, I was also pretty lucky because my neighbor is Corinne Rivera, so... (laughs) She has a lot of experience, um, and she knows kind of what I went through this year and She helped me a lot with um even just getting a train card and teaching me the logistics of getting around the country on my own as well as just um the city we're living in, uh kind of the loopholes of being a local there and yeah, her advice was pretty uh important to me and so it helped me out a lot and I hope maybe I can give that knowledge on to more riders as more female Americans are coming to Europe. But so far, I'm still learning as well.
1: I love that. (laughs) That's awesome. And um, so what are some of the 2019 uh, goals that you have for yourself personally?
0: Yeah, uh, I hope to have some good results in the US and North American racing that the team kind of gives me the liberty to do on my own. Um, Some criteriums, but also I'll target nationals and hopefully the Pan American games. And then as far as with the team, just improving on what I did this year, as well as maybe taking some opportunities in um, the races that suit me, but we'll see how it goes. Okay.
1: And as a young female that you pretty much have been raised in the world of cycling, do you like the direction that the, um, the industry is going with regard to the development of women in this sport?
0: Yeah, I think there's been some good steps forward. Um, there's a lot more girls young girls getting opportunities on the world tour teams and i love to see that and there's more opportunities for americans going over to europe which is also a great step um yeah it's been interesting because this is my first year in europe so just comparing kind of the structure of women's racing in the u.s to over there there's um some things that are disappointing but also some things that yeah, they're more far, they're farther ahead than we are here, but it's interesting to hear my teammates talking who have been on the European scene for many years and um kind of their thoughts on the progression as well. So Yeah, what, there's What are ahead. some
1: of the um the differences that you said um that you found were mm-hmm. disappointing over there versus here?
0: Well, the very first thing is prize money. Um in the U.S., I think, especially with criteriums, it's equal and between pro men and women Or and it's supposed to be with USA Crits and the Pro Road Tour. But then when I was there for News Lad, my very first race with the team, we were looking at the book and the prize money between the men and women was just unbelievable. Like, Penny compared to the men, so that's kind of sad. And then, like you think of the Giro, or there was talk of when current won Flanders. Just the difference surprised me, it's kind of discouraging. But hopefully, that changes one day.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, that is that is discouraging and disheartening. Um, absolutely. Um. Well, I, you know, Skylar, I've been thinking about this conversation actually for a long time, and I. <laughs> basically had two ways to prepare our conversation. One, I thought to myself, well, I already know her. I already know Skylar in some capacity. I've, mm-hmm. you know, been to your house. I've, uh, came that one time to make that video yeah. that I was doing for the Intelligence Cup for Tom Schuller. Uh-huh. And, you know, we've kept in contact over the years with just, you know, phone calls, texting, messaging, and things like that. And the second thought I had to myself, I was like, well I could do more research on you. Or I could kind of just wipe my memory clean and just you know, pretend that, you know, I just ran into you, say like I've always done, whether it's the Tour of California or the Glencoe Grand Prix, and we just have this wonderful conversation. And one of my memories I had that kept coming back to me was the time I actually came over and made that video at your house with you and Samantha. And I rewatched the video last night, and I rewatched the video this morning. Um, I can send it to you again if you want to see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet little video, and it sparked these memories I had. And there was two memories I had. And one was. You and Sam were playing with your dog outside in the backyard throwing the frisbee and it was snowing and it was beautiful and the snow was falling and you and your sister, you guys were just so happy and your faces were just lit up and you were like passing this frisbee around and the dog was just so joyous Mm -hmm. and the second memory I had was downstairs in the basement you and Sam had rollers set up next to one another and you both hopped on the rollers uh, so that I can um, begin making the video and this video we made was in 2015 and you both were just like in this beautiful uh, synchronicity you were just in sync with each other and there was a moment that your sister was teaching you how to be strong on the rollers and she kept bumping into you on purpose and you were giggling and laughing and she was like she was doing it gently but it was a definite like she was leaning into you and she was guiding you and coaching you and telling you to lean into her and when you guys were done your sister had her bike on the rollers and she literally just jumped with her bike off the rollers and she was encouraging you to actually do the same rather than unclip and get off the bike. Yeah. She was wanting you to like jump the bike off of the rollers. Long story. What I really want to get at is this beautiful admiration that you just had for her. And you could clearly see you just wanting to be a sponge, learn from her. And it was It was really, it was really pretty. Can you tell me about that? Tell me about this and where does it stem from? You know, I know that, you know, through stories, you've always watched her. Tell tell me, talk to us about that first memory that Skylar had watching your sister. And you said to yourself, that's what I want to do. That's mm-hmm. who I wanna be like. Can you do you remember that memory?
0: Yeah, of course. Um well, Sam's childhood was watching my mom and dad at the races and then my childhood was watching Sam at the races and my dad was pretty instrumental in that and when I was in elementary school he would let me go on the trips with him and Sam to the races and I remember Sam was um winning a lot of criteriums by sprinting and then I just watched in awe and I got to watch her go on so many podiums and we had these wonderful memories just driving across the United States to these races and then my dad took me on a training ride and I said hey I can be like Sam and I just sprinted and then he was amazed and he um, he still tells that story now and just from watching Sam and her total classiness and how hard she worked to be a cyclist that's what inspired me and um, we have eight years between us which is pretty much but um, that kind of encouraged me to um, um, grow up pretty young just so I could hang out with her more and uh, not be the annoying little sister and (laughs) that was (laughs) That really uh, the, was the first step. And then eventually she um, just would take me out on more training rides. And then we actually started racing together. And of course, she was still a lot faster and higher level. But in many races, she kind of sacrificed her own results just to make sure that I was doing okay and learning what I needed to learn. And now, um, I'm the one in Europe and she's home, which I wouldn't have predicted many years ago, but I think she's happy for me and she supports me in this. And of course she knows as well as my dad that they've both been, I wouldn't be where I am without them. So I really appreciate their support. And now when I come home, uh, Sam and I, we just fall back into that. What you described as just happiness being together and, um, yeah, It's a good relationship we have, and uh, when I'm across the ocean, we still keep in touch, and I support her and her criteriums, and yeah, we're still very, very close, and I'm really thankful for that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) How old were you when you told your dad on this training ride, I can be like Sam, and you sprinted?
0: Oh, I would say probably nine years old. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. That's
1: fantastic.
0: I remember it perfectly. <laughs>
1: That's it's good. A, That's really nice. good. <laughs> and um your father does now he no longer manages your career. Am I correct in that statement? Uh
0: in ways like I we still I still take his advice in many ways, but now he's definitely a lot more hands-on um in sam's career i would say as he's the director with is corp but yeah he's it was i think at first uh, the biggest change was like you said kind of him not being as hands-on with my career as i went to europe but yeah he gave me the space i kind of um needed to learn on my own there as well so it's been good
1: how's that space been like as not just the obvious, you know, you close with Sam and close with your family and, you know, the, the Schneider sisters and things like that. But as a, as a young woman, you know, from that 16, 18, and now you're 20, correct? Yep. Those years of, um, they're just marvelous special years of uh, growing in as a woman. And getting that kind of space at that time to kind of grow into yourself. Have you noticed that and been kind of like, wow, this really happened at a great time? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, uh, I noticed it the most, of course, this year just because I spent so much more time just totally independent on my own while in Europe. And um, that's kind of when I learned more about myself and the things um, that I really enjoy doing because yeah, it's what I wake up and do without anybody telling me it's what I need to do. And, um, I've discovered, I really do love riding my bike. So I think I'm in the right profession. Um, but yeah. And just learning what, that when it's okay to, um, not be, um, so strong all the time. And when I am struggling that I should just call my family or, not be scared to admit that I don't know how to do something or, um, you know, just growing on my own, but also knowing when it's okay to not be so fiercely independent. But yeah, that's all part of the learning experience. I guess.
1: It is. And again, <coughs> pardon me for my coughing, <coughs> right in the middle of our podcast, um, I've had a cold for the past um, two days. Again, that statement that you just said is definitely, you know, you're definitely wise beyond your years. That is that is for sure. And so tomorrow you leave for the family vacation, which is fantastic, and you're looking forward to that. Yep. Working on your visa, and then you signed a two-year contract. And yep. when will you know... The development in that the visa is secure.
0: Um, I'm actually not sure. I think after my meeting, I also have to set up a bank account, and then I think from there they'll review it, and I hopefully will know within maybe six weeks or so. So, yeah, by December I think. Okay.
1: Let's um, let's kind of wrap things up here a little bit with um. A few rapid-fire questions. You can answer okay. as quickly as you'd like, or you can say pass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing that is a must-have when you travel for a race?
0: Ah, oh, you're already stumping me. Must-have. <laughs> when I travel, I always have a book.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> what are you reading right now?
0: I just started the sequel to Crazy Rich Ah, <laughs> Nice.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. How do you enjoy it?
0: It's good. It's a lot of drama, but I eat it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Name one race that you've always wanted to do.
0: Um, Flanders.
1: Mm. If you could go off and pedal, this isn't a race, you're just going for a nice long bike ride, where would it be and who would you pedal with?
0: Okay, Um, Iceland with Sam.
1: Mm, I've heard the most beautiful things about Iceland.
0: Me too. I want to go so bad.
1: Name um, one woman besides Sam that mm-hmm. has inspired you to become a better cyclist?
0: Anna van der mm.
1: What does the world need more of and less of? Mm.
0: More kindness and less pollution.
1: Mm. I agree with that. I do agree with that (laughs) Um, Skylar I I think that you are a very marvelous young woman and I've been super impressed um, and all in watching you grow and I'm just happy for you and I wish you so much um, continued happiness and is there anything else that you would like to kind of mention or talk about to any of the listeners or any questions that you have for me or, or thoughts?
0: Um. Well, thank you for doing this and yeah, I always love seeing you and it has been in some different places like you mentioned and I love seeing familiar place, places and uh, yeah, so thank you for always having such a big smile and always being very friendly and yeah if there's anything else i want to mention it's just that um yeah people should just be inspired to it sounds really cliche but um go after their dreams and uh it's not always easy but it's going to be worth it so and i hope that yeah just by talking with you and getting uh, my story out i can inspire others to do exactly that I love
1: that and you have from the moment you were nine and that you hopped on that bike with your father and you said hey everyone I can sprint too and here you Mm -hmm. are sprinting and it's just amazing and I can't wait to uh I can't wait to see the season unfold my dear I'm absolutely ecstatic so kudos to you and um we will continue to watch and follow you
0: okay thank you Bye. Bye.